Hey, Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halstead, and today we're taking a little bit of a different turn. We're talking about Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the new Disney Plus movie that just recently came out. And for this episode, I have Will and newcomer, Hunter. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Can we? All right, it was real quick before we introduce Hunter here. Can we just say the Post Malone version? It starts out okay, but then kind of... Goes in the toilet. Yeah, I felt like it, it lacked a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> but new new nerd alert over here. We got Hunter in the house. Uh, Jordan, take it away with uh, introducing our new friend here. Yeah, so Hunter is a former student of mine. I had him uh, at my church in Ohio. And so I've talked with Hunter many, many times, and he's followed our podcast. And he said, hey, you know, I'd love to be on there. And I said, you know, let's, let's let me find my footing with this podcast first. And we started getting things in and getting everything kind of ready. And I said, Hunter, it's time. Let's, let's get you on. And so, Hunter, tell us who you are, uh, how did you get into the nerd world, and what is your favorite part of the nerd world? Well, I'm Hunter, obviously, and what really got me into the whole nerd world was basically just my love for Star Wars growing up and just Marvel. I was always with Marvel, always with Star Wars growing up. It was just my absolute favorite thing. Okay, so who's who's your favorite like Star Wars character and your favorite Marvel character? That's a tough one for me on Star Wars. I love them all, but... Honestly, I think I got to go with the big baddie Darth Vader. Solid answer. Solid answer. And Marvel? For Marvel, I don't know. There's some toughies. I'll give you I'll give you top 2. That way you that way you can kind of differentiate. Well, we could answer. implement the will rule and give him 3 if he really needs to. <laughs> <laughs> um number 1, I'd probably have to go with Iron Man. I grew up watching Iron Man. And oh, the, on just, the Nickelodeon, the the cartoon on Nickelodeon. Uh, no, the the first uh, oh, the Iron first Man movie. movie. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of it, but it's always nostalgic to me, so it'll probably always be one of my favorite movies. And okay. second one will probably have to be Hulk, just how funny he's grown over the time, and he's just an absolute wrecking machine. Would, would it not be hysterical if he, like, walks into the next time we see him and he's like, I'm going to wreck it, like, just completely, like, wreck it <laughs> Yeah, and, and now it's John C. Riley. they recast. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a little little weird. Well, that would be um, weird because he's already a character. He's a Nova. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that would be a little yeah. weird. So, um, so we're going to move and transition into today's topic, and we're talking about Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So let's start with, Hunter, have you ever seen the TV show that this movie was based off of? Uh, no, I never knew it was a thing, actually. I didn't really watch that much TV shows more than movies. Okay. Yeah, no, this, this came off of a, a TV show that was in, like, the 80s, 90s era. Um, they did a lot of cartoons, and, and Disney, when they were first pushing out a lot of these characters, it was more like Looney Tunes kind of feel. Um, you had, like like, Disney shorts where you would have a bunch of Mickey Mouse and his friends, and then... Daisy and her friends and Minnie and her friends and and they had like all these different ones and I remember getting a lot of that stuff from like the libraries and watching those on VHS and then you got like the afternoon power hour where you had like Baloo and what what was that was that Tailspin? It was Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, DuckTales. It was it was a whole thing. That's this is more my era which I'm just yeah. I'm surprised that you got to see some of that stuff because like so, it was it was going out when I was like so, the, so I got reruns. 
And so I know about this, but I was catching reruns of a lot of these shows. And so uh, probably uh, on Toon Disney, right? Yes. Yep. All right, there we go. Uh, and, and that was through Toon Disney. And then eventually it hopped even onto some of those even hopped into the Disney channel as they were starting that up. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's on the older side. Um, these characters have had their time. They've, they've been away for a little bit. And like you see like Chip and Dale show up in like Pluto cartoons a lot. Um, but they actually had their own run for a little while. And so, Will, I'm assuming that you watched these, right, growing up? I, yes. Uh, I actually tried to rewatch a few right after watching the movie, and I'm going like, yeah, this is for real little kids. Uh, like, duck, <laughs> like, uh, like they, they've rebooted some of the stuff recently, like DuckTales. And uh, I, the way they do that, it's, it's almost kind of like Gravity Falls. Like, it doesn't talk down to kids. And I've watched, re- rewatched some of the old DuckTales, and the, there's some good stories in there as well but i was just rewatching the first two i'm just going like yeah this is like this is for the little kids real real little kids and uh, yeah I, I don't remember too much but i, I know that some of their villains like were iconic monterey jack uh with his like little cheese addiction which is i'm glad to see that carried over into the movie but it was also a real life problem so uh, i was just like oh yikes uh i i see the the parallels that you're doing here uh disney uh getting a little bit risky there lonely island be careful uh and i think every boy as much as they around my age when they were little if they didn't have a crush on lola bunny they had a crush on gadget even though she was a tiny mouse and we would, we would, I, I don't know <laughs> that that's weird that's weird <laughs> but you know it's it's funny because i understand the whole lola rabbit thing from space jam and mm-hmm. i know that a lot of people like they they kind of sexualized her there and i never felt yeah. like cartoons intentionally sexualized characters but i could see why some of the people were like she's got the the like the mechanic kind of feel and gadget just runs that and it's like it's it's different but i can see why some people would be like oh yeah she was like my cartoon crush or whatever oh Um, yeah when you're little you don't even think about that kind of stuff you're just like oh they're really cute i like the character or whatnot because again this is geared towards kids um Mm -hmm. and and it's just you're playing on some emotions that that i think they even played up in the show too where chip and dale like fight for her affections all the time like (laughs) so (laughs) you know and and that's probably they played off a lot of the kids emotions because kids in elementary they go through some of that same stuff Mm -hmm. so so back to the movie though how did you guys feel that this movie did on a scale of one to ten um one being that it just wasn't really great that it, it really missed the mark and 10 being that this was a solid film um, we're going to dive into this a little bit more, but just starting out, like if you were going to go recommend this film, would you say mm, not really? Or yeah, definitely go check this thing out and we'll go ahead. I, I would recommend it if you were a fan of this or at least had like a working knowledge of Chippendale. Uh, I mean, even, and even if you're just an animation fan uh, and if we're doing the rankings, I would say seven, 7.5. Cause I had like no expectations for this. Uh, Cause they've been talking about doing this for a while since Disney plus came out. And then when that Disney investors meeting came out and said, Oh, Hey, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney are going to do it. I'm going like, okay, it's going to be hilarious. And I saw what they did with DuckTales and gravity falls and stuff of that sort with, with their modern cartoons. And I think even one of the promotions for like the last season of DuckTales even had like Darkwing duck and Launchpad and gizmo duck it had all the ducks but then it also had baloo and some of the bad guys from that show and darkwing duck in there in real life there and yeah. then you can even see like the little uh chip and dale over there i'm just like oh my god they're gonna they're gonna bring disney afternoon back uh but if i'm being honest here uh we'll, we'll get into it later hopefully but i really want the darkwing duck show or like a movie or like a series of movies because i, I would just love to see them let's tackle get dangerous let's get dangerous i want to see them tackle like some of like the darkness and they, they kind of do it a little bit in uh with a few darkwing duck episodes they've had 
uh, in DuckTales, but I, I want to see that as like a show like where they're paralleling and uh, I'll have to find the picture. Someone someone made a kind of like how Chip and Dale had the two different versions, like the, the 2D versus 3D animations. Yeah. And someone did a 3D animation of Darkwing Duck Ooh. and like did a very realistic kind of look. I'll have to try and find the photo and I'll send it to you. Um, and I, I'll, if I can find it, I'll throw it on our Facebook page. As well, I, I, I'll bury the lead here. He shows up. He, he's the post credit scene going like, ah, we want Darkwing. Like, that is the fans. But yes, we, we kind of want that at this point. We've got DuckTales. We did Chip and Dale. Let's do the whole Disney afternoon, please, if we're going to do yeah. it. So, but yeah, um, s- a solid seven. But what about you, Hunter? Uh, what do you think, bud? Um, I never, re- I've heard of the show a couple of times, but I never expected them to make a movie. My buddy watched it before me and he suggested it to me. So when I first watched it, I'm like, this is going in a pretty solid direction. I'm starting to really like this. So I'd probably give it like a nine out of 10. Wow. That's, 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 that's high praise. That's high up there. Um, for me, I think I would throw it at an eight. Um, I wouldn't go any higher than an eight just because I feel like it, it's very reminiscent to an older movie, um, and we're going to hop on that just next. But I think that it, it just very much was today's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, have you guys he ever even seen makes it? a cameo. I, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen yeah. it. Um, Hunter, have you have you seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I have not. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, so long story short, that movie was almost like – what, what was that? 70s, 80s? It, it was late 80s okay, late 80s. or early 90s. So, late 80s, early 90s, somewhere in there. And it had like Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse. It had all of these characters and it was crazy how many people were in there. But it was this whole uh, Roger Rabbit was framed for a murder that didn't happen uh, for from him. It, like someone else killed him. And so they have to go through this whole movie and it's a it's Roger Rabbit as the animation and then they have a real life person. But the whole like mystery kind of thing is happening again in this film and i feel like it's it's just a modern telling of uh, who framed roger rabbit which i loved i really really liked that aspect but i think that's why i give it just it it didn't get the nine for me i think i'll give it the eight just because i feel like i watched a lot of that movie already um i just i really liked the fact that they also brought roger rabbit to come in and they're they're in that dance scene and they're like uh hunter do you even know who roger rabbit is not off the top of my head, no. Okay. Do you remember the when they're partying and they said, we did the Roger Rabbit with Roger Rabbit? There's that white yeah. bunny that's in there. Okay, that's the character. So when they when I'm talking about who framed Roger Rabbit, that movie like centered around the white rabbit. And he's married okay. to this Jessica Rabbit, um, but she is a, a human. 2D woman. Yeah, uh, yeah a, a hu- human 2D woman cartoon. Um, very over-sexualized. It was r- really weird. Another, another cartoon crush. Yeah, a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of people had cartoon crushes with her. A lot of cosplayers um, like to dress as her as well. <laughs> so. That is that is true. Uh, she, yeah. she is a very famous character for that. And so with, with that part being a part of this, it was really funny to see how they incorporated some of those characters into this. So, Will, what, what did you think about how it was – did you feel like it was a modern – Who's framed Roger Rabbit? I mean, this has uh, been 30 years, 30 plus years. To a degree, uh, I think one element that's different is that it's it, – I'm trying to think of another movie that kind of captured this nostalgia. I, I mean, they're definitely trying to solve a crime uh, involving tunes and, like, rebranding and doing, like, the bootlegs and stuff, which is kind of similar to, like, 
how there's like prejudice against tunes and the original Roger Rabbit. That's actually a book too. I'm sorry we didn't bring that up. There's a book, but I think the name is different. Uh, but um, I, I could see the parallels, but I, I think it was just more about two uh, old pals getting back together. It's more, it was more like a lethal weapon to me, but like with 2D okay. animation, if, if I'm being honest. I mean, obviously it's not as hardcore, but yeah, I, I, I can see the parallels. And I think even the Lonely Island and John Mulaney and company are like, oh, hey, like, We've they've done this before. Let's do it again. So, yeah, yeah. I I just really liked this film. I thought that it, it was it felt very reminiscent to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But I also saw that there were a lot of other pieces that it was like it didn't make the same cut. So, you were talking about Andy Samberg, uh, John Mulaney, and this I mean this cast was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who was your favorite cast member in here? Did you guys have anybody that specifically stood out or? Or like some of your favorites, who who did you guys like? Did you like the casting? Did you not like? What what are your guys' thoughts here? Will, I'll take an, I'll, I'll just take the leads on them. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I mean they're cast perfectly. I can totally see John Mulaney being the straight laced uh, Dale. Uh, wait, you know he's, he's Chip. He's Chip. My bad. My bad. I, I can see, but like the, the people who were voicing the ones they were playing, like I I could definitely see. I can definitely see Andy Samberg being like a has-been cartoon character, like hanging out with Ugly Sonic and be like, oh yeah, one of these days I'll get famous again and recapture it. Because I actually just rewatched another movie um, from the Lonely Island called Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping, where he kind of plays like almost like a Justin Timberlake type where the band breaks up, but then he becomes the star, but then he gets like too conceited and he keeps making stupid choices. Uh, But I can, yeah, I think the cast was solid. Uh, I mean, the, I mean, those two kind of carry it, and they, and they even get some of the original voice cast uh, back for uh, Monterey Jack and uh, Gadget later on. And oh, the buzzer was it or Zip the fly was was that Michael Holt or was that the progressive guy? Because <laughs> I was going like, of course. I think, I think that was the progressive guy. All right, because I thought that would have been like hilarious, but th- just the fact that, that that's the voice, I'm like, oh my god, that's hysterical. <laughs> um, and then Will Arnett as Peter Pan as the villain. I oh that um, one. That one was amazing to have mm-hmm. him play just that old Peter Pan. That was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, I can't think of. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Seth Rogen was in there. Oh yeah, he played Kung Fu. He, uh, well, he he did the the Kung Fu guy, um, or the, he did the Viking. He did he did a Pumba. He, he was Pumba again. Yeah, uh, he, he brought back Pumba. Um, he there were like three or four characters because there's that one scene where like all the characters that he has voiced all come in and they all start doing the, the Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs> like oh goodness. That was great. Um, <laughs> I sat back. I'm like, this is perfect to have that moment where they're all just like, he's, he is being himself in that moment. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I guess I guess no one really stands out. I mean, they, they do a serviceable job of like I, John Mulaney voicing, is being John Mulaney and Andy Samberg is playing it up. And I feel like if this was like a live action, like Judd Apatow movie and they weren't playing Chippendale and they were just playing like old buddies that were like an old sitcom together back in the day, I think it would be just as well. But yeah. Uh, what, what about you two guys though? Hunter? Go ahead. Um, yeah. Well, for me, what really, one actor that really stood out was definitely JK Simmons. Yes. As, as Captain Putty. I immediately knew who that was as soon as he started talking and to see John Mulani on there. I know him. I I only know him from one other show, uh, Big Mouth on Netflix. That's the only show I know him on there. I love have him on there. Have you ever seen John Mulaney do any of his stand-up comedy? 
No, but I have saw he I did see that he does have some of that and I was wanting to check it out. You need to go check him out. He is the funniest comedian in my opinion. I I I sit back there there's this one sketch that he does where it's he says uh that he and his friend back in I forget what where they were. The, the Salt and Pepper Diner. I think so, where he goes in and he and plays what's new pussycat. What's new pussycat. And he, he goes Dude. and he sticks like five dollars into this machine and he it's there's this song uh called What's New Pussycat by Tom it, Jones. It, yeah, Tom Jones. And it literally just goes, What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa. And so like he plays it and he talks about how it the first time that it repeats, people are like, Oh, someone played it twice. Or they think, Man, what's new pussycat is a lot longer of a song than I originally thought it was. But then they have like four or five of them in a row back to back. And so people are just like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. And then they go in and they play what was the what was the one It's not they, unusual to be loved. Yeah. So they do the whole Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where it's like it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. I, if someone has a touchstones with those songs on it, I try to do it. I got kicked out of like a bar restaurant over here for doing that. They were called God. They were like during like they were cursing them. Like you better stop it. And then they they turned it off. I was like, you're no fun. So so, anyways, then after they do the that, he, they put the rest of the money on what's new, Pussycat. So that way, like, it goes back in, and like they say, there was just this audible. You've got to be kidding me! Like people are losing their minds. And then uh, someone was like Tourette's was like, oh, now you know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, John Mulaney, his addition, him and him and Andy Samberg, they just they are phenomenal and. You know, I didn't know this, but we actually had a former Marvel character or or actor be in this movie as well with Eric Bana, who played the Hulk back in the 2003 Hulk. Um, he was Monterey Jack. And so I did. Wait, not... they, they didn't get the original voice. It sounded just like him. No, they did not get the original voice. He they have Eric Bana represented on there. All right, um, I got to talk about another cast member. Uh, Jorma Tacombe from the Lovely Island is actually the voice of their fake Batman in Batman versus E.T., He's the weird, like he has the bowl cut usually when they, when they're doing Lonely Island videos. I had oh, no idea yeah. that was him. Yeah. Um, and then not to mention that the Borgensen, the uh, the Cobra or whatever it was, the uh, or, or whatever his name was, Keegan Michael Key plays him. And so they they had him, and then uh, Flula Flula Borg. Yeah, Flula Borg was the the snake. Mm-hmm. And so I like you got all these really big names and these awesome actors, but then you have great characters that go with them and that's i think what i really like the most is that you've got these amazing characters that keep showing up um sorry i didn't mean to cut you off hunter was there anybody else that that stood out for you um definitely uh will arnett as sweet pea i i absolutely love will arnett i can recognize his voice anywhere so what what do you know will will arnett from other than the lego batman movie uh the conjuring okay wait he's in the conjuring is he seriously in the conjuring? Am I an idiot? Yeah, one, two, and three. I'm looking it up right now just to to double check that. I am losing my mind. I love those movies. Uh, I'm not seeing anything yet, but that doesn't surprise me if he was in there. Um, but yeah, no, I just I I love Will Arnett. He's he hosts uh, the Lego Masters TV show, and I I love watching Will. He's he's a fun guy to 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 see hang out and whatnot. I, I was thinking of Patrick Wilson. That's my bad. 
<laughs> okay, because there's actually a meme. I, I thought you were messing with us for your first time on here. Because <laughs> there's actually a got, meme where people think Will Arnett and Patrick Wilson look alike. I mean, here's a picture of them. Uh, if you can see, I mean, they look very similar. They yeah. do look very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Darkness, no parents. Well, they do play Batman-esque figures in several movies. I mean, he is Night Owl, so... Mm. Yeah, um, so I, I I can recognize them both. I got them mixed up. That's all my bad. <laughs> I, I can't unsee can't, it now, dude. He, he came in to mess with us. He's like, "Listen, you invited <laughs> me. I'm here to I'm here to mess everybody up." Um, which of the cameos of all the characters did you guys like the most? Whether it was Ugly Sonic, whether it was Tigra Lumiere, like who was your favorite that showed up on screen that you're like, no, like no way that happened. So there's a a tie. It's kind of a cameo. You can barely see it, but when Chip and Dale are pulling up to like Sweet Pete's factory, and one of the corners where there's graffiti, you can actually see where from. It's a little reference to Spider-Man. It's the Spider Verse, where oh, Uncle Aaron yeah. does the spray cover, does like the outline of Miles. Mm-hmm. I didn't oh, notice that yeah. at first until saw until I saw a video of someone going over cameos. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, that's so that cool. Me. There's like, literally so many. This. There's so many. It was it, this this movie was chock full of them. It was crazy. I'm I'm honestly surprised and and maybe it's in there and we just haven't seen it was the Ugandan Knuckles. Like I'm really Do you know that way? Yeah, I I was with with them bringing in Ugly Sonic, I was truly surprised they didn't bring in Ugandan Knuckles. I, whole, I'm surprised you know that joke wasn't brought up in Sonic 2 with Knuckles being in there, but that's that's a, that's a podcast for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I mean, I, I'll pull a will here and do a top three. I loved the inclusion of Ugly Sonic because I never thought in a million years we'd ever see that interpretation of Sonic again. Who's also played by Tim Robinson, who was on a, a Netflix's "I Think You Should Leave," which is like a little sketch show. I don't know if you watched that, but there's some uh, there's some pretty crass, funny stuff there, and that guy's hilarious. Now he gets to be Ugly Sonic. Yes, hilarious. Um, what else? Uh, this is a sillier one. I mean, they don't have much play, but. Uh, when they when they're going to high school, I think they're doing their talent show. In the background, one of the students at their high school is Blaster from the Transformers, who is the Autobots equivalent of Soundwave, who turns into a giant boombox. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, oh yeah. I genuinely thought, like, did my is, is my best friend a writer on this movie and put this in there for me? Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I love Soundwave, but Blaster's like a close second out of the two boombox. Uh, robots and uh when they're going to find out to where to get the stinky cheese or whatever uh you can see phineas and firm's mom selling cupcakes or whatever on the street i'm going like oh like i could totally see if like since we're playing in this world where the cartoons are actual actors in this universe i could totally see like her being like a martha stewart type doing something like that so i thought those were all cute cameos and uh of course i already mentioned it the one that ranks all of those is darkwing duck's post credit scene because yes if we're doing another one of the disney afternoon things let's do him next Okay, so I'm looking up the cast right now just because I wanted to – I was looking for a very specific person. I was really hoping that they were going to bring back – because they brought Baloo back, mm-hmm. um, that I was really hoping they were going to bring back uh, – what, what was his name? Um, the, uh, who, who played in uh, Gr- uh, Groundhog Day and – Bill Murray. Bill Murray, because Bill, Bill Murray played him in The Jungle Book. And mm-hmm. I went to go look, and lo and behold – and this, this may mean absolutely nothing to you guys – my mom loved this this Christian singer. His name's Stephen Curtis Chapman, and Stephen Curtis Chapman is like this. He helps Ch- bring Ch- in Tracy Chapman's husband. 
I don't. Uh, I've got to. I've got to fast. fast. I don't no. think that. Nope. Don't think that's it. Um, yeah. But this this guy, he is. I mean, I know his music really, really well. I love. I've seen this guy in concert many times, and he played Baloo. Like a Christian artist got to play Baloo because they do the whole look for the banner. Like when he did when he comes out to sing that song. Like I didn't realize that was Stephen Curtis Chapman, and I'm all the more excited about it now knowing that. But like, I mean, I'm looking over this thing, and there are just so many people. I mean, Jim Cummings came back to voice Pooh and Tigger, and um, then he did Shredder and Darkwing Duck and, and <laughs> Fat Cat and Pete, and uh, like, yeah, it just there are so many different people that that were a part of this, and I just I love that they brought a wide variety of talent into this. So, and the, and the cameos were just nuts. So even when he's walking down the st- the walkway, like there's Hollywood stars for Chun Li and a bunch of other characters, and going like, "There's going to be like another watch where I'm just not paying attention to the plot and just looking in the background for everything." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly think that I'm probably going to just throw this back on one of these days and just look for as many cameos and start writing them all down. So we're going to transition to my one of my favorite cameos, which was Ugly Sonic. What did you guys think of Ugly Sonic showing up and then them focusing on his teeth? <laughs> <sighs> Oh, no, you take it away, man. This seems like it's a meme thing. Your generation, uh, I'm an old man over here. You got this. <laughs> Ooh, when when I saw it, I honestly was laughing. It, it's, it was so great to see Ugly Sonic, but it was also kind of a joke. It's like, we never thought we'd see you again type of vibes, but zoom in on those ugly human teeth on the, the chiclet that, teeth that there were. Yeah, <laughs> on, on that hedgehog. It's just like, that does not need to be a thing ever. I don't know. I, I sit back and I, I'm watching this and, and I'm with being a youth pastor. I sit back and I'm like, OK, there's meme culture like you have to know the world you're in and the world that your students are in. And so I remember I'm pretty sure it was you were actually in my youth at the time and you were like, hey, Sonic the Hedgehog, you got to go look at this thing. This looks awful. Like this movie looks like it's going to be trash because of the animation. <laughs> And I, I remember talking with you about how we we as the collective audience bullied a studio into pushing the date back and changing the animation of that character. And you were like, Jordan, look, look at this article. I We did it. And I'm like, I don't know that I would be happy to say that I bullied a studio, but he looks a lot better than what he originally did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> it was just it was nuts. So, Will, what were your thoughts on Ugly Sonic? Uh, I mean, I think we've all said it, and just even uh, even on TikTok, uh, when this movie first came out, everyone who had stayed up and watched it or was getting early viewing of it, like, this is, like, the most talked about cameo, going, like, how are they able to do that with Paramount and all this? And, I mean, they, they made significant changes to make him even uglier, which is, uh, is that even possible? The dad bod, that gut that he's got. Yeah, like, and then, like, the uh, bags under his eyes. And, like, it, I love for both Chip and Dale, uh, even when they're separate and, like, even though they're arguing and stuff, they both focus on the same thing with the teeth. It's like, oh, yeah, and then just, like, <laughs> when it just slows out, just, like, uh, you see how I just visit like they're cringing like oh god how's this thing existing <laughs> i love that there's this moment where they're like wait you got a tv show yeah i got a tv show ugly sonic uglier crimes it's me with the fbi like i just sat back i'm like you have to be making fun as hard as you can on this and i read an article uh like the week after it came out that said the reason they got away with this they didn't even have to pay the studio they didn't have to pay anything because of parody because yeah. it sits as a parody, and they just keep calling him Ugly Sonic. And mm-hmm. uh, I even put this on TikTok with the whole, what do you think of Ugly Sonic? And and just that whole, well, you can't make fun of me if I'm in on the joke. And Tiger's like, 
but are, are you? you? And he's like, yeah, they're laughing at me. I'm laughing along with them. And like, he's signing autographs and things like that. And people are just laughing at him. I'm like, you know, I, I would be okay with that. Like, I would be okay to be one of those guys to walk in and get an autograph from him. Like, I, I would want that. Just, just to laugh and be like, look at what I've got. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because he didn't even charge anybody. Like, if you notice, like, he just, like, had something and he just signed it real quick and, and they left. I'm like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. It was, it's like when you go to, like, the smaller comic cons and the, the people are just like, yeah, I just want to sign stuff. Like, you like my art? Like, go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll sign it for you. There was, mm-hmm. a, there was an artist that I got to see one time, Daryl Banks. Daryl is one of the coolest guys. Oh, um, yeah, the Green Lantern. Yeah. And so he's, he's done some very famous pieces. And I have a few different pieces signed by him. And I actually have the issue of, I think it's Emerald Twilight, where Mm -hmm. Hal Jordan's got all the Green Lantern rings and all that. And I have that issue signed by Daryl Banks. Um, I picked it up while I was at Cincinnati Comic Expo. My my, my big expo that I got to go to, my my one that's in the bank that I did everything at. Um, But yeah, no, I've I've met him at Dayton uh, Comic Con and things like that a few times too. So, all right. So back to Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. With this, do you think that there was anything that you would have made a change to? Do you think that it deserves a sequel? Do you think that, like, this is one and done? Is there anything that you would have changed or added to or you want to see continued? Is there anything specific about this film? Or would you just leave it alone? Do you think this was just a really good film as it sets? Will, go ahead. I think it doesn't need a sequel, but it does need a squeakquel. (laughs) With a lot of rapping, right? Because oh yeah, bring, yeah. Bringing back the the animal characters to go rap. That's oh yeah, I, I love. Well, I just love, love, love how self aware it is too. Like pretty much everything they say that is like so cliche and silly, they end up doing anyway. I would like to see them uh, now that they got the gang all back together. See like how it's progressing, or see if like old patterns die hard and if it's, it happens again. Or I'd like to see them go like on an adventure with all four of them again, similar to the old show, because that's kind. That's kind of what I wanted, but with the fiction that they set up with this, where they're at, where they're former actors or tunes or whatever, instead of uh, the actual characters in the show doing one of the missions, I'm just going like, oh, okay, like that's kind of neat. I just just uh, raise the stakes, kind of like with uh, they've done it before in TV, like uh, or it's even with a uh, Bolt a couple of years ago. Not not, not a, it's kind of a a small gym uh, from the 3D animation thing, but like where the John Travolta dog with Miley Cyrus thinks yeah. like he's a real superpowered dog. I, I would like. This is what they should do. Did you ever see the famous Jet Jackson on Disney Channel? I did not. All right. Well, it, it stars this. Uh, it's about this kid being a, a, a teen star where he's a, a spy. But then they, when they did the Disney Channel movie, uh, some device goes off in their world where him and the spy switch places uh, in reality. So he's actually in the spy world. So he could actually die. But the other ones is like trying to get back. Um, so I would like it if maybe Chip and Dale and all of them get zapped into the TV show and they actually have to get a real adventure going rather than it be in like the real world. That could be a cool take uh, since we haven't seen that in a hot minute, but who knows? Uh, I don't, I don't know what the, what the numbers are on this, but I can, I, I got to imagine based on the word of mouth and TikTok, everybody's talking about it. So I think they, they'd be foolish not to try at least one more, or at least like a small mini series or something. Gotcha. Hunter, yeah. what about you, bud? Um, I don't think it needs a sequel at all. I think it's this should just be a one and done movie. Changes, I don't know. I think I'd make it progress a little bit more. But uh, other than that, I think I'd just leave it alone. It, it was it was a 
I liked it. It was a good movie. I don't think it really needs a a sequel at all. A squeakquel though, right? Squeakquel. Squeakquel. Definitely a squeakquel. <laughs> you know, I, I after watching this, I think that to to the extent that I was saying earlier of it's kind of this day and age's version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think that this film could stand by itself, be totally fine. And I feel like there's just so many sequels and squeakquels. And I mean, there's there's already <laughs> Thank enough you. out there. You are very welcome. Um, there's, there's already so many things out there that we don't just make a film and leave it. Like, we don't just tell a story and let it drop anymore. We have to build a universe. We have to build a franchise. We have to build a trilogy. Or we have to have multiple films. And we have to do these really big outgoing things. And it's like, just let it be. Like, that's one of the coolest things. And so I think that this is totally fine if it's left alone. I think if I was going to make any changes, I'd throw a crap ton more cameos in it. And, like, I, I you know, I, I'm going to take that back. I don't think I would change a thing. Because in all honesty, like, seeing Jimmy Neutron's hair and, like, I think if I was going to throw any specific cameos, I would have done, like, more Nickelodeon because I think it would be really cool to see, like, an Avatar The Last Airbender clothing or something like that, like, kind of shredded. Like, just just all the, the, the bigger Nickelodeon pieces, like SpongeBob, like, like Patrick and SpongeBob's clothes and, and like, maybe a shredded kite or, or fur from Appa and things like that and... Uh, from after our last era. Why do you want to dissect all your favorite shows, Jordan? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, I, 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 know, I know. When they have that wall, just to, to yeah, yeah. find those pieces that were very iconic. That was I thought that was just super cool that they had um, Jimmy's hair. Like, mm-hmm. I just sat back. I was like, no, they did not. I would have loved to see Hugh Neutron come in there and be like, oh, well, Chippendale, I'm going to banish you to the Shadow Realm, boys. <laughs> let, 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 me, let me give you a quick talk, Chippendale. See... <laughs> When a male duck and a female duck go, wah, 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 like I think that yeah, that would have been fun. Like, oh my god! And yeah, you heard those characters in. You've heard the clip about him sitting on a cucumber, right? And that yeah. changed his life. Oh my! I, I, I can't believe they got away with that in a TV show for kids. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's that's getting there's cut out. <laughs> so, you know, moving forward with Disney and the way that they're handling these things, and bringing back the 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 Toon Disney and all these different characters and and that that old age of of Disney, do you think that we're going to get more comeback films like this? Or do you think that they pushed the envelope a little too far? Uh, they, I feel like they could get away with maybe a couple more, but I don't know. that. Even just a couple more might push it. No, not necessarily like in this exact fashion. Let's let, let me rephrase it the question a little bit. Not that it's this whole we're gonna like make fun of everybody, but to bring those characters back into the limelight. Like Darkwing Duck, to do more of a dark knight kind of thing with Darkwing Duck and do like some real animation. Do you think that we will see something like that kind of fall into play or like maybe see Baloo and Tailspin and maybe we'll see the goof troop or do you think we'll see any of that do the do you think that kind of stuff is going to make a comeback instead of trying to create new characters and new animations and new stories? They can just kind of regurgitate some things and change the characters and change the lineups and, and create something. And I'm going to put big air quotes here new instead of uh, trying to trying to create. I mean, you're not always going to get Phoenix and Ferb and you're not always going to get Gravity Falls out of these. Sometimes you're going to get uh, 
little or big green city or something like that or whatever big city greens big city greens um i mean i've heard some good stuff i've seen a little bit of it um it doesn't catch my attention the same way that phoenix and fur gravity falls things like that have Mm -hmm. so do do you think hunter that that these older shows have a place today that they will will try to do that or do you think that this this movie specifically like kind of nailed the coffin like hey let's not do that i feel like there's a big possibility that that could happen but the best i could say is just we got to wait and see and hope for the best that's a pretty pretty good solid response well what about you bud um i okay like the nerd in me just because ducktales and now this have gotten a shot i let's like i think i said it earlier look let's give all let's give one more send-off for all of the disney afternoon shows slash movies uh speaking with goofy and all that Uh, goofy had two solid movies with the goofy movie which has had a resurgence since I graduated high school. Everybody likes the soundtrack. It slaps. Everybody likes eye to eye and stand out pretty much all the songs. Absolutely. Powerline. Exactly. Let's do a third one. Make, let's make, uh, um, call it an an extremely, uh, or a goofy trilogy or something like that, or a goofy wedding or something like that about Max marrying Roxanne or whoever he is married. But of course, like, uh, Max doesn't want him there. or He's embarrassed. Like almost do like a, that's my boy. But like, uh, just like I mean, Grant's lessons we've already learned, but maybe we learn some of what his wife is going through with like his her dark mom. I don't know. I think that would be a sweet send off for that show. Um, Tailspin, I maybe another adventure like this, or I don't know if you would do the CGI version, but I personally take to the original 2D. I mean, I, I used to love playing the game, and Baloo was one of my favorites growing up. And I mean, I said it earlier, uh, Darkwing Duck, but parody and like superhero movies now. If we do it like this style, I think I'd be fine. But I'm also fine with them not doing this and then ruining the legacy. I think DuckTales, like I said, has been playing, paying homage to some of this stuff already because they don't know if they're going to get some of these or if there's enough interest. Because all of us fanboys, we say we, we want it, but we with streaming now, it's so easy for us not to watch it when it's live and all that. So we can just be like, oh, we'll watch it eventually. Then they kind of like do it. And then we see it like two or three years later. It's like, Oh, why didn't we watch this? Why didn't they continue this? Oh, cause we weren't there watching it during the big thing. So I think one more send off for all of the big Disney afternoon shows. And I mean, we've already knocked out almost half of them. Uh, why not a few more? I just, even if it's a Disney plus special or something like that, no, nothing crazy, but like uh, it, it's not gonna be like world breaking or like an Avengers level movie or like something that comes out to theaters. But if they did do that, I think that still would be sweet regardless. I don't know. I I think that we're pushing this whole nostalgia. We're trying to bring in all these old pieces that I just don't know if it'll happen. Um, I know that Darkwing has been talked about for quite some time. Um, I think one of my favorite things that he says, and I, I really like if they do it, I, I'll I'll be there. I'll watch it. I will gladly watch Darkwing Duck. I love Darkwing, um, especially with the way they handled him in the newer DuckTales. I loved that. I think that the favorite thing that he says is when he's like, I am the terror that flaps in the night. I just <laughs> All of his analogies are hilarious. Like Wait. someone someone made a compilation of all of them. Like, I am the librarian after you didn't bring your uh, after like you didn't renew you didn't your re- re- or uh, return your book. Or I'm the I like am that. the late fees you have accrued or something like that. Just and, and yeah. I'm here to pay the pie. Like he the dude is hilarious. And I, I mean, do it while Jim Cummings is still alive. Like if nothing else. If, if I had to put my eggs in all ba- in one basket, that one and Goof Troops a heavy second, but Tailspin I can I can I can live or, I I can live without. <laughs> yeah, I just I think that when you look at some of these these shows, I just don't know that you're. 
I just don't think like Tailspin, you're going to get a massive following. I think you, you'll you'll have some of that. Uh, Goof Troop, I don't know that again. You'll get a massive following. I think Ducktales had it had its like yeah. Duck, that, like that, I said, Ducktales had its thing, so yeah. we don't need that so one again. I don't know that you will get that again. Um, maybe in like 20, 30 years, we'll get it again. Um, just I, I'm I'm really surprised they didn't keep going without with how well that show was was being handled and i mean the storytelling was phenomenal on that but to bring these these old shows back i just don't know how well they'll sit and i mean you're gonna have to reinvent some of those characters a little bit to to bring them in and that's what i loved about this movie was you had chip and dale what was it dale that went 3d yes yeah yeah because dale's the goofy one yes yep so you have dale who's like I, I did what all the famous tunes in Hollywood are doing, and, and they they and I love the fact that they slapped at all the the plastic surgery and and like some of the the hidden jokes and messages that that were going. I was like that was great. I love that. Um, but I just overall I just don't know that anything else is gonna get as well reinvented. I think Darkwing Duck just he, he can hold his own. Um, and I I'll be honest, I did not know that there was a post credit scene. Uh, with Darkwing Duck, so it, 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 it's it's mid credit, but like th- that's the that's the last thing. Or is like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know that I even saw that. I think I I just turned it off because not unless it's a Marvel or a DC film, typically they don't have. Now they're starting to that's starting to change a little bit, but mm-hmm. it typically like for the longest time it was just Marvel or DC, so you didn't stick around to watch. Oh it, yeah, so. Disney Plus. Even with uh, I, I know this is gonna be an episode down the road, but even Kenobi, even when we're getting like the regular Star Wars credits, I I'm. I'm waiting for the Disney Plus screen to tell me like, oh hey, skip to the next episode because I am not chancing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's just the way that that show is. And um, but overall, I think this movie was was really really good. I liked the way that they handled it. I liked the way that they focused on the tunes and the way that they said, you know, not not all of you are gonna gonna be around forever. Some of you guys have already shot your shot, and that's just how it is. And and you you had your your time in the limelight, and now you're going to get bootlegged, and you're going to go to all these other places. And I, I like the way that they touched on trafficking. I liked the way that they handled just the the real. They they touched on real world problems without making them real world problems. If that makes sense. And yeah, I, like I, I like I like the way they handled it. And that's something that Disney Afternoon and just cartoons when we were kids like handled. I think like they brought their sensibilities from like watching Ren and Stimpy and other Nickelodeon shows into a Disney cartoon and were able to like poke phone at stuff. But also, I mean, there's, there's funny jokes for us as adults, but then like a little kid's going to be like, eh, cause I, I even had some like adults that I was saying like, Oh, it's actually pretty cool. I'm like, well, I know the lonely eye did it. Can I show my kids this? And I'm like, I'm like, there's some things that maybe touch a little bit, but like just you, you, stay in the room. But I think, I think you're fine showing your kids this. So, yeah, no, I, I think if, if Oliver wanted to watch it, I mean, I would wait a year or two easy before he really gets into anything, but I, I would have no problem letting my kid watch it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, like, for, to throw that on for a family movie night, not a big deal for me at all. I, I support that. I liked it. So, um, well, guys, this is kind of it. And so thank you so much for being a part of this episode. I really, really enjoyed my time with you guys. I, uh, we, We're starting our branch towards Disney and, and making our way into some Disney movies and into – that that disney plus world without it being star wars or marvel uh so guys thank you so much for being a part of this episode thank you hunter for joining us on your first outing with us we enjoyed having you and for all of you guys who are out there listening to us we encourage you to follow us on our tiktok channel uh we also have the nerd talks comic book club and if you haven't followed that it is 
$25 one-time fee, and it, it gives you extra material. It lets you know kind of what comics to start looking into, which ones that we're currently reading, what we're getting into. It's in every other week uh, episode, and so mm-hmm. we drop those. And so Will and I co-run that. And so we would yeah, love we to do. have you guys be on there. And if you want, uh, if you have an idea or you've got questions or you say, hey, this is, I'd love to be on here, you can email us at nerdtalkwithjordanhalstead at gmail.com. And we would love to have you guys be a part of this. That reminded me, there is a Darkwing Duck, DuckTales car- comic crossover that we might need to get our hands on for one of these went down the road. That might be a yeah. fun, unique one for us that we that, usually don't tackle. But yeah, I threw absolutely. you off, so let's, I'll let you sign off from there, no, Jordan. You're good. So, guys, <laughs> we love you. We are so, so thankful for you guys following us and us being able to just have a lot of fun with this. So we will catch you guys here next time on Nerd Talk.